This is Creators in Vietnam with Tuesi and Moni. We aim to inspire you on your journey by interviewing creative entrepreneurs across Vietnam who make a positive impact on their community and their own lives. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Creators in Vietnam. So today it's only me and Moni. Hi, Moni. Hello. Uh, we wanted to take this um, chance to have an episode because Tet is coming up and we are in this weird situation here in Vietnam with our double culture where we get to set intention and start building momentum during the Western New Year, so January 1st. And then Vietnam itself doesn't start until the after Tet. So Tet is actually yeah. February 1st this year. And so it seems that life starts just after Tet. So for example, <laughs> all of my clients, most of my friends, when I tell them, hey, let's do something, like, you know, let's set intention and let's do stuff after January 1st, they go like, how about we wait until Tet? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my vacation and then, you know, my clients are gone and patati patata, etc., etc. So this episode is a double culture episode where, you know, we talked last time about how to set intention. And so this one is really going to be about how do you follow through on your intention, a.k.a. how do you get the universe to conspire for you, <laughs> a.k.a. the five secrets to the law of attraction, <laughs> a.k.a. manifest your best life now. <laughs> no. yeah. I don't know if anyone has gone down the spirituality rabbit hole. <laughs> But yeah, we yeah. we're gonna talk about it from a more pragmatic yes. perspective. Yes. I mean, we we do believe in the law of attraction, of course. Yes. <laughs> we just don't phrase it that yes. way. Yeah. Yes. It's it's a joke, but not a joke. All of those are available <laughs> on my website. <laughs> no, so we do, yes. Um, there is a spiritual part that we won't go too much into detail today because actually we're gonna go into an episode about spirituality next week i mean the next episode is going to be with our guest host quinn yeah and it's going to be our first round table so you know stay tuned for that so basically today what we're going to do is i'm going to let moni lead <laughs> <laughs> after this beautiful introduction and then we're just going to have an open heart discussion about you know literally how do we follow through on our intention so i have many people through my workshop to help people set intentional goals for the year but then Um, I don't think we tackled it enough how we actually follow through them in actions and what does it mean but actually we don't have to be way too concrete I actually have intentions that I follow through even though I didn't make a big plan out of it mm -hmm. I have this year compass workbook it's a it's a workbook that called year compass that I do every year the last four or five years Mm -hmm. And when I look back at them, actually, I did at least 70% of them, except 2020, because it was COVID. Mm -hmm. But usually I follow through them. However, uh, since I started to be my own boss, I realized setting intention is just like one small part of the big game. So yeah, here I want to talk with Tursi about like actually what we put in place in terms of practice to really just keep each keep ourselves first accountable, but also have anyone around us to keep us accountable. Yes, and then also how we manage our weeks, days in a way that, or how we break down the goals to actually make it happen by the end of the year. Yeah, and since both are, both of us are coaches. 
we also know how to help others make it happen. Yes. So I thought it's also uh, a good discussion for yeah. us to really share some ideas with you, how we actually do it in our own life. And that might be also interesting for your own life. It's true. It's true that, uh, you know, with the podcast, because the podcast is so focused on interviewing our amazing guests, we don't get the chance to, you know, display our qualities as coach, mentor, or offering some guidance to others. So we want to take advantage of this episode to at least show how we conduct our lives and how, you know, we follow through on our intention. One of the things that I would love to start with, and I don't know if we mentioned this in the in the previous episode, that it's really important to start, you know, when you said intention is to understand that you are, in a way, with all those intentions, reshaping your identity and you have to have a strong desire for growth, yeah, for change, like you know, Very and because well uh, yeah. nothing is stuck in stone. Whether you're like you know, eighteen years old or you're forty-five, everything is always ever changing. And if you start the year with "I I am the way I am," and nothing will ever grow nor change, then it's all it's already like you know, very hard to set intention and to follow through on them because the discomfort of reshaping your identity is very 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 gigantic it is yeah. and it's so hard to let go of it <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Uh, from experience there are just so many mental blocks in our life that stops us believing that we can be more than yeah. the way we want yeah. stop us to dream big in our life mm-hmm. so i I think the intention also has to be in line with in which phase you are in your life. Yes. I would not necessarily encourage someone to dream big if you are not there <laughs> yet, you know, to dare to be yeah. there. Because mm-hmm. if you set big intentions and at the end of the year you don't follow through them, you actually feel worse than, yeah. <laughs> than before. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like setting the right intentions is really to check in like, okay, where you are right now, which mm-hmm. is the area of your life that you can control yeah. and that you believe that you can make a yeah. change. Yeah. Like, for example, for me, this year is all about creativity. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't believe that I myself a creative person in the past, over the last part of 2021, I really worked on bringing out my creativity through writing. And I, I just realized myself that actually I can do it. I can write. I can mm-hmm. express my thoughts. So this gave me the confidence to set bigger intentions for myself for 2022 for my creativity so i really want to explore writing in a different level like writing longer longer articles um also going more into public speaking holding more workshops Mm -hmm. or come up with programs that bring value for my audience in any other in any way that is possible so i really feel this expansion in my life Mm -hmm. and because I decided to have so many hats (laughs) this Mm -hmm. year in my life so basically what Tracy talked about about becoming someone by setting intentions and for me those identities I have four identities which are (laughs) (laughs) so one is of course a coach I really want to become or remain that empowering mm-hmm. uh, coach for my clients. The other one, I want to become a writer. 
I want to become a public speaker. I want to become a creative entrepreneur, but it's still like a different identity mm-hmm. for me. And I want to become a runner um, yeah. in terms of for my health. I decided that's going to be a hat I'm going to wear this year. Yeah. So below each identity, I wrote down my milestones, mm-hmm. like what I have to do. Yeah. And the easiest example is for running. I decided that I want to, in the first quarter, run a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And then in the second quarter, I just prepare myself. The third is about strength training. And the last quarter of the year, I'm going to run a half trail marathon. And I only managed to set this milestone not out of the blue because I have history in running so for the audience yes. don't just randomly do <laughs> a half marathon yeah, yeah. or a marathon and, and just to precise I mean just to uh, precise for the audience is all of this is on the scale of one year yes yes we're looking at when we when we ask the question who do we want to become it's on the scale of this year so who do I want to become by the end of 2022 who do I want to become in the next 12 months which identity do I want to practice for the next 12 months? And also to make it make clear milestones for yourself. Yeah. Like for writing, I at the moment I write down that uh, I want to publish one article on Medium every month, but let's mm-hmm. see how, how it goes. Mm-hmm. But so far I'm, I'm writing on my own and I publish it on my own website. I don't mm-hmm. know yet if Medium going to be my site, but it's already like a good measurement for me like at least mm-hmm. have one good article per month yeah for example and i know that is for the year mm-hmm. but i also want to encourage others because i also do it in my own life to see how it's gonna fit into the life that you want in long term yeah because for me i know that one day i want to become that romantic um <laughs> writer and coach who just like travel the world mm-hmm. and then can work anywhere i want to yeah. okay now it's a very romantic picture but <laughs> yeah, in general i just want to yeah. be more flexible in and my w- life so when when you vision this you know this romantic vision that you have i think and it's something that you reminded me not too long ago you're feeling that vision and that's a big step but if we to go back to the topic of today is like you know how to f- how to make it happen <laughs> <laughs> when you visualize and when you see that vision you have to really feel the emotions the future emotions of that vision and that's how you trick your body into already existing in that future because the body doesn't recognize the past nor the future you know like when you think of a past trauma you're literally making the exact same chemical reactions inside your body than when the trauma happened and so that's why we're practicing, you know, through meditation, through those those things that we will talk probably later on. We're teaching literally our body how to become our vision. Yes, that's a very good point. What Tracy is saying is basically to visualize what we want mm. so clearly that our mind kind of create a memory of it. Yes. So this is how our brain works, is that it works in pictures. It needs to have a good vision of it mm-hmm. to actually believe that it's it's real. Mm-hmm. So basically when you imagine it with the feeling, with the colors, the mm-hmm. smell and everything, that's why I like to do visualization, mm-hmm. is that way your brain kind of creates a memory yes. and that they store it, it starts to store it in your mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. So when you actually start to work toward your that goal, you yeah. don't need to consciously think about it, yeah. but actually that memory kind of pushes you yeah unconsciously toward Mm -hmm. what you want 
it's the law of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. I, I again, we're gonna try as much as I'm gonna try as much as I can on this episode to to look forward only. But um, I started doing Joe Dispenza's meditation a couple couple years ago, and literally that's how he explains. Like you know, uh, with the body not recognizing, uh, like the body is is geared to to repeat what was good. And to avoid what was bad. Mm -hmm. And so if we keep on thinking about what was wrong, then obviously the body is only going to repeat this or just make us react. Survival mode. Yes. But like if we are training consistently on a daily basis, our body to become the vision, this beautiful vision that we have, then suddenly the body is like, I want to, I want this and this is fun. And literally for me, I wouldn't have the life that I have today. You know, being able to talk and about my emotions, about to have this beautiful podcast, to have my job and to have everything back if I did not sit there for hours at a time just thinking about a life and being like, <laughs> how would that feel? How yeah. would that really feel? And that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see your vision or is it something very yeah. private? The the vision, no, it's like it's it's this. It's this life where I'm like, you know, no need for any type of external inputs to you know no, no need for escapism or anything like this and so how does it look like when you imagine that you or that life when mm. you sit down and, and imagine the life that you want with the feelings and everything like yeah how do you get started on it i usually so i am trying as much as i can to focus on the emotions right now most of the visualization that i'm doing is i i, I keep on seeing myself by a sunny beach <laughs> <laughs> you know with the birds the birds tripping and like you know being very comfortable very connected with the people around i can i, I literally feel that like you know being at peace with myself and uh, and just being joyful in general like i it's very very peaceful quaint life and i can tell you Literally, that when my girl sit down and her vision is very different, <laughs> and that's fine. Like you know, she's still in the hustle and bustle, and she wants to work out and like all those things. Where I'm more like, okay, I want to have a very tranquil, very peaceful. Like you know, it's if if we compare it to a frequency or if a rhythm, like I'm very mellow now, just chill. Yeah. So that's that's how I try to visualize. I try to you know like focus on my breath, obviously, and. And uh, and come to a point where in my meditation where I it's so quiet outside that my emotions can be so vibrant. I think yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, for me it makes sense. Yeah. It's basically you have to yourself to by using that vision also creating yeah. the energy that you yeah. want in yeah. your life. Yeah. I mean, the energy is also it's talked a lot about in yeah. law of attraction. Like yeah. Good energy attracts good energy, yeah. Yeah. you know. <laughs> but it, it, but it's, there's truth yes. to that. Yeah, and then one of the big details I remind everybody that you know I I, I coach or I I help is when I say that I was meditating hours at a time. It's not like that perfect bliss. <laughs> and for yeah. an hour, it's literally like you know that feeling of quaintness of that that peacefulness. Out of 40 minutes, maybe I have five minutes of it in two minutes increments. But those two minutes exactly. are so nice that I'm like, okay, the the effort to get there is worth it. Yeah. And it's a daily struggle to sit down. Now I use breath work because it's a little bit more violent and it get <laughs> me there faster. <laughs> so like after after 15 minute breath work, I have those five minutes of tranquility. 
yeah. that I need. But uh, before, I would I would fight with myself for 40 minutes just to get five minutes of like peace. Yeah. And yeah. Actually, it's also a state of flow. Yes. When you come to that place. Yeah. So for meditation, for people to imagine it, if you not doing it yet mm -hmm. it's basically it's like also like a type of working out yeah. or or it's like when you start to run at the beginning it's like oh hard it's like it's tiring you just yeah. keep thinking of like oh when it's gonna end and you do basically your mind do the same thing when you are sitting yeah. in meditation yeah. like my mind at least at the beginning like okay when it's gonna end you have so many things to do yeah. no 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 yeah, yeah. and i you have to just keep insist on no just keep focusing on a breath and actually the reality is what Tracy said you have to sometimes sit 15 minutes until you manage to <laughs> yeah. get into that state of flow mm -hmm. when you can focus on your breath naturally yeah. Yeah. and just it's think. hard it's and again um, if we go back to intention when you were talking about your your identities and visions I the uh, I kept on thinking that I need to remind people of this because I always try to remind myself of that is intention for me create actions that expand your identity that expands who you are as you know yeah you and a lot of the time we really need to reflect on this and that's why I do this on a weekly to a monthly basis where am I really doing things intentionally or I am doing things to prove things and then yeah. when you try to prove things you're reacting to something yeah. and reaction retract because like you then you go back to defense mode and you don't live intentionally anymore so like it's really something that i always try to look at is like am i trying to prove something to someone or to myself even yeah and am i actually reacting to something because when you react you lose control already you lose or you lose that that freedom of choice and then you realize already that you're retracting, like you, because you like in survival mode already, and you like retract all of your energy, and nothing expands anymore. Yeah, and that's something that I used to live in, a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. So living intentionally is, is for me is that, and I wanted to just really, 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 really emphasize that. Yeah, it also reminds me that uh, it's a challenge to set the right intention. Mm -hmm. Because it has to be really in line with who you are and what you want from your heart. Yeah. And as Jesse said, if you set an intention just to prove something that is yeah. really not you, but yeah. you somehow you want that image for yourself yeah. in the future, then that's when the intention not going to flow so yeah. easily over the year. Yeah. So it really has to be in line with, with who you are. And Very honestly, in our society today, even if you put the wrong fuel in your engine, you can still make it happen. And like, we're not here to say like, you know, don't, if, yeah. because th this is the motto of, of so many people. Like, you know, I want to prove to society, like, it's fine, but do be aware that there is a better fuel out there. But to, ch to change the engine <laughs> is, is like, you know, at some point you will have to change the engine at some point, like, you know, it, or, or not, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's a, it's a dangerous or it's a, it's a tiresome road to prove things. Yeah, like to, I think, make it more, uh, have you, everybody to imagine, like I used to be a perfectionist and a perfectionist, mm -hmm. when I was a perfectionist, I came very like, it was very, I was intentional, but in a different oh, way. Yeah. It's kind of what, Tracy, what you describe, like kind of, 
set goals because I think that looks good. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really pushed me really far <laughs> for yeah, a while, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it's exhausting. So mm-hmm. you, when you do out of perfection, it just feels tiring, exhausting, mm-hmm. and you get to the finish line and you look back like, yeah, I did a lot, I achieved a lot, but mm-hmm. you don't have this feeling of like, yes, yeah. enjoyment of, yeah. of feeling accomplished yeah. because you just work so hard on it. Yeah. And when it's intention, like really from your heart, I feel since I do that, it's more expensive. There's more room for creativity, mm-hmm. how I fulfill that intention. Yeah. Because the perfectionism really limits the way I I think of how I can achieve that goal because yeah. I had like a set <laughs> steps that uh-huh. I already imagined in my head and I try to stick with that. Yeah, yeah. But with intention, I just know like, okay, this is the the thing that i really want mm-hmm. and it's not in, nothing not even specific yeah, yeah 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 as simple as i want to become a creative person yeah. and then to become a creative person there are just so many ways yeah, that yeah, can yeah. that i can make it happen for sure so that way when i do it already i already feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and also by the end when i truly become a creative person mm-hmm. i mean I, i'm already a creative person <laughs> you are <laughs> you are i uh, yeah so it's so interesting i love those discussion and i hope the audience can <laughs> like you know we i um i've only i've only been practicing this only for the past three years i doubt for myself that i would be practicing it if i didn't get into addiction like this in that way i could have just justify this survival life for a lot longer i am glad today i'm grateful that i'm i'm not in this anymore before becoming a coach, I remember the way I approached things. So my first book, I think we discussed this, like was mm. the seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in that one, I think the most interesting part, like when it talks about like control, mm-hmm. like how you focus on what you can influence rather than what you can't. Yes. And when it's about changing my life, that's how I started. Kind of like accepting my surrounding the way they are mm-hmm. and then see how I can make the most out of it yes. in a way that I also have control over the situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but then, you know, like it can get you it's uh, that's far so at the beginning i didn't develop too much on like my past and my Mm. traumas and stuff like that i only focus on what i have now what are my current setting and then just like make the most out of that and then in the next phase that's when i started to when i had control i started to learn more about like why i act the certain way what really Mm -hmm. triggers me and stuff like that so as a coach I also want to help people first really realizing that they have control over their life. Yes. And the past is the past, but we can still make the most out of what's happening now. Mm -hmm. And just by creating that control in your life, you start to become more comfortable actually dealing with the past and not get entangled into it. But to create that control, I think... Mm. It's it's not easy. <laughs> it's it's definitely not easy. I like, and I feel like, again, I'm generalizing, but there is patterns that I've seen in most of the countries that I lived in, where you know that there is we're all running away or we're we're all trying to run towards this this safe place, 
that we think that is, you know, marriage, having a yeah. house, having that safe environment where suddenly we're going to decide or allow ourselves to take a break so we can actually heal from, or no, I don't think I, I, the, the, back in the days I would call that heal, but I would say, I just want to have a space where I can figure my shit out. But then when you get to that point, usually people don't even recognize that they got to that point <laughs> to chill actually and to like, you know, figure shit out. And yeah. when you do recognize that you you got to this point, we don't have any of the tools, nor the processes, nor the systems, nor anything that usually allow us to actually figure our internal shit out. Because then it's, it's layered and layered and layered of like past mistakes, guilt and, and, and things like this. How's it going for you so yes. far, Tracy? January. Yeah. <laughs> so after uh, set, you set your beautiful intentions at the yes. end of 2021. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember what I said on the uh, on the, the previous episode, but I. So actually, I was I was all pumped up because this is was, uh, you know, 2022 was like yeah I, I did a, f- a full loop of uh, my system. I talked a lot about my my system in the past <laughs> episode, which I won't do. Um, but I was all like yeah I have my goals and everything and. And literally the first two weeks of January were like so weird again because of that double culture because we're in Vietnam and suddenly all the answers that I got was like, oh, let's wait after that. And then I started with going camping and all my rhythm was all shuffled in the air. And then it was another reminder. Yes, there's things that are going to happen in your life where your beautiful notion and your computer won't be there. And <laughs> How do you stick with those systems? How do you, you know, things are going to happen and how strong actually are you to live without the the tools that you've created for you but yeah. and, and really still incorporate those systems on an, an identity level base. Yeah. And uh, so the first two weeks of January was a good reminder of that. And then, and actually what kicked my butt was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, it was the, the workshop like that you did, um, which really simply reminded me that I should have focused not on the system but really of who I wanted to become oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and this was a very very good reminder that at the end of the day this is the most important is who do I want to become at the end of this year and it was there in my annual review it was in all the questions in all the things but and you saw it when I broke down my goals there was no identity I attached to it and there was no so I was missing like a little bit of that wheel and since I refocus on that after your workshop, I have to say that the past two weeks have been really, really good because <laughs> I'm like, okay, everything makes sense. It was like this, even though the information was written anywhere, just to intentionally now focusing on my identities really was a good kick in the butt. And and that's where everything just fell into place. And so the past two weeks have been really stellar in terms of, again, you know, Love attraction. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so proud. No, thank you. And also yeah. the good part with the identity that anytime you show up, any day, mm-hmm. just fulfilling any of the identity that you think, yeah, it's already a big win. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's very, yeah. And also, I always tell that to everybody, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Of course, it's important to have goals mm-hmm. and everything, but we also have to be in line in terms of our energy level Mm -hmm. 
I remember the time when it was lockdown, we had to stay at home mm. and I had the perfect system in place. Mm. I knew like the exact time I wake up, yeah. what I'm going to do the whole day. And yeah. everything was so predictable because you cannot leave the house. Yeah. And then once I left the house, like everything just like started to thrown in, being thrown in the air and my energy was like sometimes up, sometimes down. Mm-hmm. And with this going back to the normal, mm-hmm. It's so interesting to call it normal. Uh, the new normal. <laughs> we, the, the new normal. The new normal. I have to. I have to learn again how to manage my energy, mm-hmm. and this is uh, what I'm keep practicing at the moment. Yeah. Like some way, it's just not aco- going according to how I planned, and mm-hmm. I just tell myself it's fine. Maybe it's the moon. Maybe yeah. it's because of the season, the weather, yeah. or this whole atmosphere that is going on. For example, now it's Tet coming mm-hmm. up, and I feel like the there's like a more enjoy life and then don't yeah. think about anything else kind of vibe, yeah. I, I feel. It, uh, just to compare it uh, for the audience that is not in Vietnam, for me, and I don't know if it's the same for you, uh, for me growing up in France and Canada, uh, the the time before Ted is very similar to the time before Christmas. Yeah. Where just things stop and people start shopping for themselves. They start like, you know, exactly. preparing for Ted and everything is red just like christmas and uh, and it's people are excited to see family or yeah. or worried to see family because it's really much just like christmas i mean the difference is in christmas you have to buy gifts for your family in vietnam here you have to <laughs> stuff the red envelopes <laughs> yeah. and so it's the same type of budget like my girlfriend has been freaking out I was like oh, okay this this year i have to budget like five million and you know and I, oh now i you know they know i'm working and all those things and it's exact same stress where like my friends back in canada were like oh this is christmas i have to buy gift for all my whole family yeah. and so very similar that's a, a yeah in terms of energy yeah and um and that's why i don't punish myself Mm-hmm. If if um, I just don't feel it yeah. in the week, yeah. and this is something I always want to tell people to to be aware of, because sometimes if you push yourself in in a down period like now or when mm-hmm. your energy is not there, and you keep pushing forward, like no, but I have to follow my plan. I wrote mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to make it unenjoyable yeah. and so forceful that you at some point you're gonna drop it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when you start to learn how to be kind to yourself, mm-hmm. also in those moments when you just like don't feel like to do anything, just lying in bed and watching Netflix, yeah. I, I do that <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so me, yeah. I'm sitting here as now as a coach, but I also have those moments in a year when I yeah. just like I just want to disappear. It's it's really <laughs> again it's and that's why we focus uh, like that's why we focus a lot on on emotions and feelings and and especially in my coaching the system is not there to constrain but it's there to to give this space to understand how we feel because there is a difference for me and it's a big practice that i had to do there's a difference between the discomfort of being lazy yeah and the discomfort of someone breaching your boundaries so like there is that dislike of like okay like the work that is being forced upon me is very uncomfortable it's because i've already said that it's something that i wouldn't enjoy doing but it's it's there and i have to really now practice that and recognize okay this is this situation this i need to activate my boundaries and then when i'm behind netflix and i go okay i'll start in two hours and and it's something oh, i can do it in 30 minutes and i'm like oh i don't like to do that 
when I'm in that mood, I can, you know, even though those emotions are on the negative spectrum, I have to be like, okay, Tracy, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the right, you know, yeah, maybe you don't feel, and it, it's so easy to say, I don't like it, I don't want it, like it, it, it's bad and I'm taking care of yeah. myself. So no, like this is the point where you have to be like, okay, set a 30 minutes and then just start doing the thing and then you'll know. And then it, it's always a conversation with yourself. Yeah. Maybe there is a bit of both and you really need to recognize that. Yeah, I want to add one dimension to that yeah. because you can be lazy, but simply because just you're just tired. Yeah, also, yeah. And when you're just out of energy, I always just tell people like, you know, take a rest mm -hmm. because we sometimes really need to recharge yeah, 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 to yeah. really function properly and don't beat yourself up. Yeah. And then, of course, that's another laziness when you have all the energy. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. just kind of like avoiding the task. Yeah, yeah. But then in that one, there's also another dimension as well. Like, why do you avoid the task? Uh -huh. Is it because low priority and then you feel like you just need to do it because it's on your to-do list? Uh -huh. And that's why there's like a contrast between like it's low priority, but it's on the list. Mm -hmm. But then you want to focus on something else, but you just don't know what else you have to focus on. Yeah. Or you just have like a creative block. Yes. So there are just so um, many dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and that's where that's where we uh, we are having this conversation, actually. Like, you know, how do you how do you follow through your intention is because everybody at the end of the day is going to have to design a different environment for themselves to make sure that exactly. they manage their time properly and they manage their expectation, their energy and all those things. And this doesn't happen. This is not something that you were born with. This is not a talent-based exactly. type of system. It's something that you ought to have for yourself. And this is your responsibility actually to find those tools, to find the right environment, to create and to design and to be willing to change it as it goes and to be okay with that. Again, it's, it's yeah. that desire for growth, that desire for change and, For example, for me, when I when I feel not so good and I'm in front of Netflix, what I and I and I swear I wasn't this guy before. <laughs> what I do now is I go exercise, and for me, because it's always a balance now of mental health and physical health. Where if I start exercising and I feel like and suddenly I have this energy and I'm going real hard, then I then during the exercise I can question myself: Is this like am I am I trying to like am I exterizing? negative energy through exercise or there is there must be something because if i have this energy to you know to exercise then i should have that energy yeah. to like <laughs> to work or do something and i'm like okay so and then i ask myself questions okay is that uh what is it how do you feel to ac yeah. and then just talking to myself in my head is not enough because i'll have all the reasons in the world okay write it out to ac like you know and at the end of the day journal it out and See what it yeah. was, you know, and then slowly but surely I get to a to a clearer answer. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that because it reminds me that when you sometimes you don't do things because can be perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, with my writing at the beginning, like I didn't realize it. But when you just start something, you want it to be good. Yeah. You want it to do it well. So you yeah. already create that mental block for yourself yeah. before you even start because you don't think that you're good enough to, mm -hmm. to make it that yes. good. Yes. So it's a huge mental block that can only come out also through journaling it out, uh -huh. talking it out with someone, yeah. a mentor or something. And then the other one is, let's say you don't have an idea of the size of the project. Uh -huh. 
Like you don't really know how much time it takes, mm-hmm. what you actually have to do. You just like have a big note on your computer or something that you have to do this. Yeah. It's missing yeah. maybe the why. It's missing the yeah. amount of the time amount. it needs. Yeah. Like um, I always I give the example to my clients. Like imagine that your current project, you describe it as like a big bag of potatoes mm-hmm. but what if you just like split that big bag of potatoes into smaller chunks like mm-hmm. how would that feel yeah. and it's so much more manageable yeah. because when we feel overwhelmed by uh, the size of the project it's also a big creative uh, block yeah. mental block yeah. i used to be that guy you just defined <laughs> me <laughs> i had all the i can i could talk about all the things that i wanted to do i had all those big inspira- aspirations and i and again i wanted to prove a lot of things But then a lot of the identity, like, or a lot of the things that I wanted to get to, I was so overwhelmed by it. And I I was so incapable of asking for help because it meant so much. Like, you know, it meant that that I wasn't strong enough to do it by myself. And I should, I mean, like, you know, imposter syndrome in the very wrong way. uh, I should know, uh, like, people are going to know that I'm incapable and the words of my father must be true. Then I am not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Thought pattern like this where now I have... You know, again, when you, you set the right identity or you start, like, you know, working on those limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. um, then suddenly it becomes a, a, a better conversation in your head where, like, okay, yeah, I know I I know I used to think that I'm not enough, but let's start thinking that I am enough and let's start yeah. thinking that I cannot do everything by myself and let's start thinking that people actually love helping, you know. Yeah. As soon as you say it with the right intention again, I didn't see anybody that weren't willing to help yet in some of the problems. If they can solve the problem, they people are happy. I'm, I'm always so happy to help people. So yeah. that's how I'm doing it now. Yeah, very good. And also the yeah. beginning involves so much discomfort. Like as people, like uh, I remember when I started to run, mm-hmm. people who never ran before, I was one of them. You, you don't know actually how much practice you need. Yeah to feel comfortable while you run yeah, yeah. and the same with weight, weightlifting yeah. so at the beginning you just you only if you only focus on the pain yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you are never gonna go to the gym for too long yeah. but yeah. Uh, you have to really focus on the process of it like okay i don't have to let's say do like an hour of run if i do consistently like 15 minutes of run i don't know three times a week yeah, yeah. you're gonna start to slowly see the improvement mm-hmm. but you don't have that measurement yet at the very yeah. beginning when you just don't know how it feels like yeah. so this is actually the good time to either reach out to someone to help yeah. you keep you accountable or join a group who yeah. really just like help you break it down the whole process for you and yeah. so you feel more assured that you are on the right path mm-hmm. <laughs> you are progressing yeah your path like you do there is no the one right way to do anything now there is there is the most appropriate way and that way will evolve with you and that's where you know guidance come in that's where mentorship comes in that's where coaching comes in that's where any type of system that you put in that will remind you on a daily basis weekly basis monthly basis that it is okay to change your way yeah, and it, there is not just one way. Yeah. I mean, that's why I decided to leave the world of companies. I mean, I had yeah. a good time working for a company mm-hmm. because you. I think everybody has to realize what works best for you, of course. for your growth in that phase of your life. 
Yes, exactly. And in that phase of my life, in my early careers, when I'm just out of school, yeah, yeah. I think I needed a structure. Uh-huh. And, and I see examples around myself to yeah. inspire me, to support me in my, in my growth as a person mm-hmm. and also in professionally. I also had mentor who was really like still a close friend of mine. And mm-hmm. um, I had very supporting team, really nice colleagues. And in the company itself, I could change positions yeah. very um, easily because they trusted me. And I mm-hmm. was also very good at my job. <laughs> by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but so this is leading to really to for to remind ourselves that environment is so important and who you mm. are who are there for you in that yeah. environment yes because having the right people around you who inspire yeah. you no matter what yes that's what gonna kind of steer you toward the right direction Yes. If you keep staying in like in the wrong environment and you keep pushing yourself like yeah I I'm, I need I need to be here or I should mm-hmm, be here mm-hmm. but it's completely not right for you you're yes. not going to get that much inspiration yes. for what you really want. Yes. And the and by having having the right environment they also going to bring out the better version of yourself. Mm-hmm who believe you and accept you the way you are then you start mm-hmm. to see your own beauty as a human being. Mm-hmm. And that's why having the right environment or the right support system around you is so important. Yes. Yes. Again, it's and it's something that you have to be very self-compassionate about. Understand that it's not going to be perfect and it's never going to be perfect from the beginning, but slowly and surely it's going to be right for you. Yeah. And you can only know this when you practice your own emotions enough to understand when you're working for you or you're working against you because a negative emotion can be working for you and another one can be working against you you know and it's it's again that's why we go back to journaling that's why we go back to meditation that's why we go back to all those techniques and there's thousands of them out there and we're not here to preach for one (laughs) or another but again design your own system um design your own environment to know what's right for you it's not about being right or wrong (laughs) like it's doing right for you and that's huge a a huge work it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of consistency it takes a lot of mistakes and trials and error exactly and it's not it's not it's not fun and uh i mean every like you know every channel you listen to you have to fail to know whether it's in business and in Mm. life and yeah. you know like I now I think man, when I'm 29 I can say yeah it's kind of true <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and not only about having the right working system but also about relationships like to, to actually find the right people around you you have to sometimes yeah. fail not fail but like kind of there are for sure like some phases in your life when you didn't mm-hmm. have the right people around you yeah. but you have to experience that to know who are right for you and also like people are changing depending on which phase of your life you are Mm -hmm. like there are some people i hang out a lot in my partying Mm -hmm. but they are not the same people anymore at the moment of course of course and but they still contributed into in my life like they fill it up with a lot of Mm -hmm. fun and enjoyment and i appreciate them for that yeah 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 yeah. and not focusing too much on toxicity Mm -hmm. but we just need to learn okay move on this is not the place for me. Yeah. Next step. It's difficult sometimes because 
of the connotation that we put in the word change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I don't Do want people to people change money. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the truth. <laughs> but when it's about relationship, people don't change. Yes. Yes. I mean, so that is why like yes. change has a broad term in terms yeah, of like of course, what yes. it changes when it comes to personal development or when it's come mm-hmm. to like different aspects of yeah. life such as um, yes. how someone relate to in a romantic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, people don't change for you. Yeah. People like, and that's why in a relationship, people don't change. I mean, and yes, that's very true. Do not change for others because <laughs> then you're reacting, you're proving something to something again, and you're not. But you should know you and you should change for you and that's yeah. where i'm like yes you are allowed to change yes you're allowed to make mistakes yes like and don't don't keep on repeating the same mistake because you cannot change i mean i also believe in change <laughs> yeah so i think the message change. here is that just start to believe that you can become whoever you want to be yes so when you set your intentions you also have to be really learn how to give yourself those positive affirmation yes. that help you believe like yes i can become that person mm-hmm. then things started just to roll yeah so mm-hmm. maybe the, the cheesy bottom line is believe in yourself <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it is true follow yeah. like, you know i i kept on writing this in my journal last year where i was like Listen to your intuition because nobody else will do it for you. Exactly. And it's better to crash and burn yeah. with your intuition <laughs> <laughs> than like to listen to others and to still crash and burn. That's true. Yeah. So So we encourage everybody just to go outside, do whatever you feel is right. For you. For you. Yes. And then your intention gonna become true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And surround yourself that will understand what's right for you exactly yes yes is that it yeah yeah all right and then so on that note um you know we're we are having discussion like this as a team because it's always it's always interesting at least for me to have a discussion with Moni we do take the time to have discussion outside of recording each other (laughs) but we you know we wanted to show you that it's always easy to make it look perfect from the outside. Yeah. But there is doubt, self-doubt. The discomfort is a daily thing for both of us. Exactly. Just we have a structure in place that allow us to, you know, sometime enjoy the discomfort, sometime being able to reflect on the discomfort, sometimes knowing that we need help to deal mm-hmm. with that discomfort. That's the reason why we do the podcast also. It's... To always remind people that there is different stories out there and at the end of the day that we're here to listen, we're here to ask the questions and we're here to help as coach or not. So exactly. don't hesitate at any time to send us your questions or what you think you would Please. want precision on or things like this. Yes. And we're also introducing this um, concept called round tables. Yes. For which we will ha- reach out to you to ask like what kind of questions or topics you want to mm-hmm. discuss yes uh, and we would love to do an episode on it yes so yeah for sure all right thanks Moni. yes thanks me thank you <laughs> <laughs> cheers cheers thank you so much for listening to creators in vietnam if you like this episode become a part of our mission to inspire others by leaving a five-star rating and review in apple podcast 
also by sharing this episode with your friends on social media. This one small act can truly make a difference in someone's life. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and see you next time.